0: So the promise comes back to you in your own voice and you articulate it. Matthew chapter 13. Read for me. Have ears to hear, here. Amen. Anybody got an ear to hear in here? All right, go ahead. All right. If you got, you'll have. If you don't have, even that what you have will be taken away from you. What this is implying is the people that have had an ear to hear. They have possession because they was able to hear. The people that have not are the ones that never had the ear to receive or to perceive the word of God. Therefore, they are going lacking. Amen. Amen. If you have faith, you have. You have no faith, you have not. How do you get stuff from God? Faith. That means you had an ear to hear. And it's amazing how many people that don't know Jesus have more faith than we do that have salvation. Faith is a requirement for heaven. But you can have faith and go to hell. First Corinthians chapter 13. Though I have faith so that I can remove. (laughs) So I could actually have the faith to remove a mountain. Am I saved or unsaved? And have not. Another rendition of charity is what? And I can have enough faith so I sacrifice my body to be burned and still be lost. I can have enough faith so I can speak in tongues of men and of angels and have not love. Can I speak in tongues and be lost? Can I move mountain and be lost? This is the reason why you find people Without the Holy Ghost riding around in Lamborghinis, and we got a hoop day. Y'all want to give me a complex about that? We got the Holy Ghost riding around in a hoop day. Barely got net running. But these people believe. Somebody said once a man become wealthy, you can take, any, take everything away from him. If he's been there one time, he'll find his way back there again. He knows how to do that. He knew how he knew what is called for to get there. Do you think it's God's will for us to be wealthy? Yes, it's God's will for us to be wealthy. I would to God that you want prosper and what? Even what? as your soul prosper. God wants us to have abundance. Remember, in the Bible, the people that was wicked had great possession. Canaan didn't improve because Israel went there. Did it become wealthy because Israel went there? Or was it wealthy that made Israel want to go there? My point is, a lot of times people that don't even have the Holy Ghost, have more faith, but they got, because they, how you know they got more faith? They got more stuff. They were able to see themselves possessing it. If you can't see yourself off the welfare roll, forget it. Nothing will come down and bust you in your head all of a sudden you can become wealthy. You have to see yourself in wealth before you'll ever get there. That's the reason why your ear is one of the most important gates to your inner being, is your ear. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear. Now I can hear without physical ears. I can hear through my eyes. I'm not restricted to my ears physically. I can actually hear with my eyes. For an instant, the apostle Paul that wrote the scripture, this beautiful text in the book of Corinthians, said he that was wealthy became poor so that we could become rich. He wrote the scripture, right? And he was the one that wrote that one too, said he is able to make all grace abound to you that you may always have all sufficiency in all things. Paul wrote that scripture, but it was his choice not to have. He is happy not having. His wealth now is translated in him being able to promulgate the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's obsessed with it. What makes him happy is promulgating the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that when he's told, if you go up to Jerusalem you are going to die. Paul said, let me tell you something secret. He said, I'm not only willing to be put in chain, He says, I'm willing to die as long as I can preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, that was his wealth. Paul was a wealthy man, he had everything he wanted. Poverty is when you sit around and don't have what you want, which causes you to have envy and strife, unfulfilled, always wanting. As if the 23rd Psalm never exists. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall know no want or I shall not want. He supplied all my needs. There are some things I could get. I don't want it. But I'm happy with what I have. And you know in your situation only God's going to give you what you need, right? In the Bible said of a man's ways do what? Please the Lord. Is he pleased with you having envy and jealousy in your heart? He's not pleased with that. So now you have disqualified yourself from receiving the wealth of God. Are we tempted sometimes to be envious? Yes. I had to get myself to the side and talk to myself. I had to tell myself, this is not the spirit of Christ, James. Get yourself together. I didn't hide from myself. I didn't say, well, that ain't it. Sometimes when you start making excuses why somebody else got and you don't have. Yeah, they got it because they they must have been doing something crooked. But he'll give you the desires of your heart. And then you entrust God to the extent you pray like like it was Solomon that says, "Uh, Lord, don't make me so wealthy that I forget you, but don't make me so poor that I steal. Lord, keep it real for me. (laughs) keep me in a place where I'm balanced out for you sometimes if you want to be so submitted to God until you say if all your bills were paid you might backslide it's harder to maintain yourself with no problem than it is when you got problems y'all doubt that don't you but God knows it is the truth. And you need to start thanking God for the problem that you have, because the problem that you have is keeping you praying. Thank God, it's serving His purpose. Thank you, Jesus. Cause see, when you got everything you want, your mind start wondering, what else? Mm. But when you had to get them bills and thing together, it will not none. They will line up when you got on your knees. Visa, MasterCard, house note, light bill. They all line up, you know how you gonna pray. David did all right as long as there was walls to fight. But when he stayed home on the roof and looked out and saw Bathsheba, he got in trouble. As long as Saul was running, David, David was holding. But when all the walls was fought and he get up out of his sleep and looked down and seen this woman, woo! I got to have her, he messed up. But as long as he had Saul, he stayed holy. That's why I was telling the saints, just thank God for the trouble you have. Because he has measured out the kind of trouble that you need to keep you safe. I'm not talking about something that's going to overwhelm you. But he'll give you what you need to keep you on track and keep you in line with him. If you stop complaining about the stuff you're going through, and say, God, you know what you're doing. Now strengthen me in the things I have to go through and help me to learn the lesson that you're trying to teach me. If you start doing that, you'll find your trouble will start falling off your back, and God will give you just enough to keep you in prayer, to keep you in praising, to keep you dependent on him, to keep you in the word. He'll give you just enough. I'm a witness. He'll balance you out. But you get them big checks in the mail, and all, all of a sudden you was faithful to God, and all your bills and stuff are paid, and you got a little extra money. Then you start socializing and you got enough money now. Um, I don't think I'm going to church tonight. I think I'm, uh, I'm on. I'm, I'm going out and have a nice dinner. Then you go out and have the dinner. then the Sunday come. You know, I think I'm gonna take a trip out of town. Take a trip out of town. Come back into town. Oh my God. You know what? I got this show on television. I want to see this show on television. My God, my God. See the show on the television. Oh, you know what? I met this guy, I met this guy at work today, and he got something interesting that I want to see. Then you go to the guy. Now all of a sudden, two weeks gone, you haven't been to church. And then something else comes, and next thing you know, you've been out of church for 30 days. And believe it or not, a voice will come from somewhere to tell you, you don't need God. It's not arrogant enough to just say it that way, but next thing you know, I'm all right. And your actions is, I don't need God. And you can get yourself messed up. You don't have to watch a whole lot when you're going through tribulation. You ain't going to hardly backslide. No, sir. No, sir. When, when, your check, when, your, when your check is $200 and your bills is $210, you ain't going to backslide then. No, sir. No, sir. You're going to pray so God will bless you with that extra $10. You're going to be in prayer that month. I wish I had somebody here to know what I was talking about but when you know the truck is not long enough and you say it's going to be a miracle if I get through this month and God keeps showing you miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle and your faith has been strengthened through your lack God I thank you Then you start learning how to live by faith and not by sight. Then you start worrying about it. You say, the only thing I got to do is let my ways please God. He's going to take care of my bills for me. And my God, you start getting this peace on the inside. I don't understand how God can take the job that I got and give me what I have. God will supply how many of my needs? Amen. Amen. The purpose of earth being created anyhow was you and him. First him, Christ. And then you made for Christ. For all things was made for him and by him, right? So I'm made for Christ. If I'm made for Christ, I'm not made to be in the gutter because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. See, when you, when you, when you say things like that, then you're testifying to the goodness and the greatness of God. God didn't make me just to be a, 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 a floor mat. No. I'm made for his glory. When I excel, especially when my mouth is filled with his praise, then God received glory from me because I'm saying, I serve God. God know how to take care of his children, don't he? But let's say I had no desire for a car. But I could be perfectly happy without a car. But when you start getting stuff and that stuff start occupying you, that's the time you need to let that stuff go. I go, I, 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 sometimes I go out and somebody say, oh, you gotta be dressed like a preacher and everything else and all that. I, I, I go out there, I am who I am. If I'm working in the yard, I go on down there. I hope I don't see some of y'all, but I, <laughs> I, I don't want to embarrass y'all, but I'll I be down there with my overalls on and everything else and they be watching me. Amen. And, and, and now I walk on back out there and, 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 uh, and get right into my, my car, my thing is this. I can dress any kind of way I want to dress. I am who I am. Amen? It don't make me more or less. Amen? Because what I, well, I have it. It don't have me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to be running and just giving myself over to a bunch of junk because all that stuff pass away. And that's how God wants us to handle that stuff. He don't want that stuff to separate us from him He said, I'll give it to you, but I still got to be your God. Be ye perfect even as I am perfect. I think it was C.L. Lewis that was saying that when God said, be ye perfect even as I am perfect, what God is saying, everything I do is going to perfect you.